Hey everybody, welcome back to the Next Learning Podcast. We have an awesome show for you guys today. And uh, I think we honestly should kind of skip the intro this time around because we have a jam-packed episode for you guys today. Let's get into it then. And the overall theme is relationship betrayal. Okay, okay. First story is, am I the a-hole if I go on the same cruise as my daughter's dad during my birthday week? I, 39 female, have been separated from my daughter, 15's father, for more than 10 years. The separation was less than amicable due to another woman being involved that he ended up marrying. As time passed, we became more cordial and got along enough to be in the same room without issues. For my upcoming 40th birthday in June, I was possibly planning an out-of-country trip with my daughter and reached out to her father to get her a passport. Knowing she would need one for an upcoming cruise, he is planning with her anyhow. After a couple of texts, he ignored me until I got my daughter involved and asked her to have him reply back to me. She wasn't aware of what I texted him about. She told me he asked, what are you doing that I need a passport? I explained, I may want to leave the country for my birthday. Suddenly, he texted me to set up an appointment. After we discussed his best availability, he told me he booked a cruise that week of my birthday and wanted to give me a heads up. Heads up? He booked this cruise months back and never mentioned anything to me. I only knew he was taking one because my daughter had brought it up several times that she was going on a summer cruise. I always go away for my birthday and bring my daughter, so this was not something new that I was doing. Also, per our custodial agreement, our daughter is supposed to be with her parent on their birthday. This was something he requested. I mentioned this to him and he said he forgot about that schedule since we have not abided by it in forever. Unfortunately, we have not abided by it because of his profession. Despite what he says, I believe he or his wife booked this trip intentionally on my birthday week. He informed me he quote-unquote can cancel your daughter out of the cruise so she can attend your 40th B-Day. That comment alone makes me suspect it was the latter of the two. After some thinking, I decided I could also book the same cruise. Not to be petty or out of spite because I would rather be anywhere else than encountering them. But this does not leave my daughter in the predicament of choosing or me holding off on my birthday celebration to cater to them as I always do. Still, I am also not sure how my daughter would feel. But a cruise ship should be big enough that we can avoid each other the most of the time. So am I the a-hole for suggesting to go? Gosh, I'm so lucky that this was not my life. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's kind of the thing with most weird stories. I, we're lucky that that's not our life. Yeah, I guess I mean in this aspect because I, I do have divorced parents. Yeah, you do. You yeah. Know? Uh, and I'm lucky that they get along uh, with each other pretty friendly like yeah. it's not just like we can stay in the same room no it's like oh we're friends that's yeah. how your parents are yeah yeah so Which it's pretty cool i'm really grateful for there was definitely a rough time before they got split yeah. um but maybe my what i'm about to say doesn't apply because she's a kid but i think a lot of the time people over protect other people's feelings 100 percent, yeah to the point where it's nice, you know, it comes out of a good place that you want to protect your spouse's or, or your parents' feelings or your kids' feelings. Um, but sometimes if you just asked or didn't protect them, it's not something that would even hurt their feelings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I she, she said, I don't want my kid to be pressured under having to decide. And what if the kid has no problem deciding? Yeah. You know? So, um, I think when you overprotect people's feelings, you can end up in situations where you're both not as happy as you could have been. Yeah. Just because you think that that's 
what would make the other person happier. That's probably the best course scenario here, actually. Yeah, don't think too hard about it, lady. You you can just ask your daughter that uh, yeah. if she wants to go. But I, I do want to go ahead and say, whatever the circumstances, I don't think you should go on that cruise. Yeah. I, I don't think that's the right move. Definitely not. I don't know why you would want to spend your birthday at the cruise. Yeah. It does sound like she kind of wants to ruin it for them. It does kind of sound that way, huh? Yeah. Um... I hope to never be, and, and and I really believe I'm not ever going to be in her position where my spouse cheats on me and then marries off that person. Yeah. Um, I can only imagine how difficult that must be and maybe the resentment that you may have, especially if they divorce you and go marry them and now it looks like, okay, well, my happy ending got stolen and they're having their own happy ending now and where is mine? Um, but I don't know if I would be quote-unquote so upset that we we can't be in the same room i know they have gotten past that and now they can be in the same room and yeah. be cordial but how many years can you hold this resentment you know i think at a certain point i'd be like oh thank like thank goodness good riddance um this is not my person better find out yeah. now than later i know that it's already after you have a kid but it could be way later in life you know yeah um so I do feel like she has some sort of resentment still. Yeah, a lot of she's so, she's showing a lot of like red flags to be honest. Okay, first red flag. She's not over it. She's definitely not over it. The first red flag that I noticed, she was like, "I feel like they definitely did this mm -hmm. to to get at me for my birthday." Uh, I doubt it. That's I what I really I'm doubt it. About. If it seems that this guy planned it months in advance, maybe it just so happened that it fell on that week. You know? Yeah. Sometimes that's like there's oh my god in my life <laughs> there have been so many times where uh, plans accidentally get booked on other special events yeah. and i'm like oh no like i didn't mean to plan it like that but that's just what, how it happened you know and i'm a person that likes to celebrate birthdays my birthday i don't really care too much about it um i didn't grow up celebrating it too too much um so i i'm okay it's whatever's coming but i have always loved to celebrate other people's birthdays yeah. since i was like a little girl to my friends in school when i still didn't have money or anything I at least wanted to make sure that they knew that I knew it was their birthday. Even if they had told me once, like, months ago or something. Yeah. I, I, I like, I don't know, making people feel seen on their day. Especially. You know? Yeah, so um, I make it a point to try to remember people's birthdays. And people that don't remember other people's birthdays, that doesn't mean that there's, they're mean or anything. Because, for example, I know my mom loved her parents. Yeah. But she doesn't. <laughs> she did, never knew their parents yeah I, I have a hard time with my parents you have, too, i always so. kind of have yeah. to remind you i have to head on the calendar because if it's not on the calendar it's out of here i don't but yeah. if it is in the calendar you'll know the day before because you get the alert yeah, yeah. so i have to still remind you like, like two weeks month. before <laughs> yeah. I'm like hey in two weeks it's, it's, it's coming up yeah <laughs> second red flag i wanted to mention though just to kind of cut, cut you off a little bit here mm -hmm. but the second red flag was when she said well you know i i could go on the trip with them and you know like the ship's big enough for the both of us mm -hmm. no just make your own plans I, I don't think you need to go and like you know just kind of squeeze your way into somebody else's plans i That's think definitely the the boat is big enough that you might not see each other but just knowing that she's gonna be there would kind of ruin yeah. my trip if i know someone i just it, it's a getaway i knowing that someone 
is on the ship that I'm trying to get away from. Yeah, quote well, unquote, it's also would be shitty, you know. I'd just be like looking around. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and be like the devil's advocate here. I don't think the ship is big enough for the both of them because I don't know how big the cruise because. Is. A lot of cruises, what you do in cruises is, is events. Yes. It's, it's an event-filled kind of thing. Exactly, so yes. So you're either, um, uh, I don't know, you're, you're competing in a dart-throwing competition or a, or a karaoke competition <laughs> or whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. uh, there's a magic show, whatever. So you're constantly grouping together in the cruise. You're yes. coming together to do stuff. Or uh, there's a dinner planned because mm -hmm. blah, blah. Those events, what are the odds that, the other person is not going to sign up for it. I think if I went to a cruise, uh, you're going to see me checking okay. everything in the list. Yes. I'm going to be in everything. I'm going to so same thing for another going person. and having this conversation and pretend that I'm also an expert <laughs> at, at cruises. Neither of us have been on a cruise or yeah. really know much about cruise. I see a lot of cruise movies and cruise TV yeah, shows. There's a, yeah, that's, that's where I know stuff from. But I believe that in a cruise think about it they can't have one event planned per hour because there's going to be so many people that it's hard to have them all in one location of the boat so i think that there's many 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 events planned simultaneously so mm. someone that may be interested in a massage goes to a massage but someone that wants to go karaoke goes to the karaoke and it yeah. happens at the same time you get me yeah so i don't think that's necessarily mm. a strong point I don't know. I'm sticking by my words here. It ain't big enough for the both of us, lady. <laughs> and uh, if you've been to the cruise, let us know. The, is is there multiple events? I, I don't. I've never been in one, so I, I'm not really too sure. Or do they all just kind of pack you up like sardines and put you in one event at a time? You know. Am I the equal for how I handled my employee who thought she was being recorded? To preface this, I am the general manager of a rather large sports bar. I have 70 servers on staff, and it's not unusual for them to be verbally harassed by guests who are drunk. When that happens, I cut them off and force them to close out and leave. One of my servers came up to me in the middle of a busy Friday and told me, Hey, that man at Booth 21 just recorded me with Flash on cleaning Booth 22. As soon as she said that, I walked over and saw that he still had a Flash on his phone and was holding it out like he's recording. But his booth is in the corner by the thermostat, so I pretended I was adjusting the temp so I could see what he was doing on his phone. He was old and farsighted, so he was holding his phone straight out in front of him, reading a text, and he didn't know he had his flashlight on. I fiddled around for a few seconds, and his friend came to sit with him and told him his flashlight was on, and they laughed it off. At that point, I told the server I don't believe he was recording her, but I was reassigning the sections because I know he made her uncomfortable, and I didn't need her to go back over there. I watched the cameras, and he had his phone out with the light on in that position 30 seconds before she even came to bust the table next to his. I let her know this and told her it wasn't malicious and just seemed like honest confusion, but I understood why she felt that way. For the next half hour, she went around telling the rest of the waitstaff she was recorded, and I did nothing about it, and then the waitstaff flipped out on me one by one saying she could have been recorded for deep fake stuff and that this guy can be getting off to her tonight and that it's all my fault and how she needs to sue did i handle this wrong i let the owner know just in case and he said if the guy didn't touch her then he really didn't care gosh okay i just want to point out <laughs> i he's like liability no liability i don't care <laughs> um i i just love the approach that um, OP took. This person is being accused about doing something. Yeah. Let me go check it out. Didn't immediately walk up to that person and accuse them of this. Hey, you are doing this and I need you to stop. No, she... Yeah. She wasn't like hostile about it. 
yeah, she observed her surroundings and she inspected. She was a little detective and, yeah. and was able to come to a different conclusion. Opposed to these other servers who were told the story and didn't ask any questions, just straight up went and accused yeah. OP of this. It's just two different perspectives. They were just sheeps. It's two different, yeah, two different ways of doing something. And I think that the servers were completely in the wrong for approaching it that yeah. way. Um, I do got to say, I've never been a server. Um, and I can only imagine at a bar, you know, where people are getting drunk. And when people are drunk, it, yeah. different sides of them come out. Um, if she immediately jumped to the conclusion that she was being recorded, I don't think it's a huge jump either, though, because you know with with flashlight yeah. um i can only imagine what other things have happened for her to to immediately feel stuff like that yeah you know honestly though i'm definitely on your side and i'm definitely on op side and mm -hmm. i definitely believe that this girl was in the wrong 100 and it's not cool that she basically gathered a, an army to go against op yeah. because op did nothing wrong op did everything correct but it's so bizarre that we're living in a world now where people have to be afraid of deep fakes. Yeah. Like, think about that. That's yeah. so, like, this is the first story when I stumbled upon that I'm like, oh my goodness, we're like, AI has transferred to like the real world now. And yeah. now people are like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't, don't record me because I don't know where I'm going to end up, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, honestly, it's not even like, it's not even bad for you to be afraid because there is so much weird stuff going on. Yeah. Even for me, like I'm, 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 I've done some bad stuff. You know, sometimes I'm playing around with pictures of my coworkers. I put them like, you know, <laughs> I make them small and I put like they're riding a, a donkey. Like, you know, I've done that. Some of my friends, like you guys, <laughs> have no idea how many times I have walked into his workspace and I see him in a meeting. And I'm trying to tiptoe, making sure that I'm not making any noises and distracting you from this meeting. But yeah. I look over and and you're just doing the weirdest things and just laughing with your I'm coworkers. Just like photoshopping and them, yeah. You're just photoshopping them, and it's the most unprofessional meetings ever. <laughs> it, it gets it's a, it gets a fun time. Yeah. Honestly, I think I think what makes um uh, it a fun time is that as soon as you whip out like any sort of Photoshop skills on anybody, they immediately are like, okay, this is this is okay, this is fun time. <laughs> so it, it's a nice little icebreaker. But uh, point is like, yeah, it's so easy. It's very easy. Anybody can get a, a hold of these like AI tools now you can get it from your phone you can get it like anywhere yeah. you know so i kind of see where this girl is coming from but so many commercials out there that yeah. are being endorsed by these popular people that they did not record this audio for or anything um yeah. i was actually on, on youtube going through the shorts and i saw a commercial uh, or an ad that i don't does that make me sound old because i said commercial instead of ad nah, i like that i like that about you <laughs> Uh, uh, an ad came out and i think it was fake but i obviously didn't investigate it or anything yeah. um i it, it was a gordon ramsay okay selling knives or, or selling something yeah but it just didn't look right oh my goodness okay it was like a deep fake i feel like i've seen that happen with other like celebrities and stuff where it'll they, they'll they'll advertise it like that but most of the time they're just advertising more ai tools There'll be something like, hey, it's, uh, I don't know, Snoop Dogg, because apparently Snoop Dogg is like in everything, right? And it'll be Snoop Dogg, but then it'll just be his mouth moving, but his face just like still, you oh. know? 
like mm-hmm. yeah this kind of thing but that's this, interesting this one was was for knives so maybe it was him selling his own knives if he has his yeah. own knives which i'm sure he probably does uh but it was a ridiculous discount the ad for was ten dollars one time i don't know uh, it, i get you it, it, i get you it just didn't seem right it's those uh for the for the time being, if you can get a hold of us, <laughs> Not we'll that give you much because no? it was in Gordon supposedly uh, Gordon okay. Ramsay. You know, I, I, I do know that he does sell knives and pans, though he does have a, a product line that sells that. So I don't, I don't it know. It made me feel like maybe it was someone else selling mm. their own product. Well, they're definitely gonna get sued. I'll say that. I don't know, dude. Yeah, it's so hard. I do okay so like back to sir I do get this girl's perspective but the way she approached it was definitely not good I think if anything um the fact that the the OP did go ahead and check the cameras to see what the scenario was mm-hmm. and then confirmed yeah. I think that's good enough for the girl to be at peace hey they weren't recording me and all that you know The only thing that I missed was when she went back to talk to the server or OP went back to talk to the server mm-hmm. hey you um you weren't being recorded but i can move you sections or reassign sections whatever it was did she say why she knew she was being recorded mm-hmm. maybe that would have helped calm the situation give down. more details you know yeah. just been like oh my gosh i i went to check out table 21 he, he was struggling reading a text message off his phone yeah. and he he had the flashlight on mm. um I'm still going to uh, reassign you or if you want me to, um, if you don't feel comfortable. But as soon as you were reading that, I totally pictured either my mom or my dad. Not necessarily the okay. the flashlight scenario, even though that oh, I can uh-huh. probably picture that too. But because they're farsighted. And mm. I think uh, older generations tend to be more farsighted. That's yeah. just uh, a fact that I came up with on the spot. Nice. But I, I think it's it. because they didn't grow up with technology. So they were just more used to and accustomed to seeing out. Yeah. Sometimes I go out and I'm looking at a mountain far away. I'm like, when's the last time I looked at something <laughs> that far away? You know? Yeah. Um, so they're far-sighted. So they do hold their phone like at th- this yeah. distance to be able to see because that's, they that's can't a, see here. That's the standard for my dad. He'll just be like this. Exactly. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, I can totally see my parents doing that. And dude, I have accidentally had my flashlight on yeah. and had it in It happens my to all of us. It, it's, it's, it's one of our deep shames. It happens to every single one of us. We all, <laughs> we all have it. Yeah. So was, when you were describing it, I was like, I can totally picture that being an older an older person yeah. um, with farsightedness interestingly enough uh kind of hopping out of this story for mm-hmm. a little bit um deep fakes have become so like has become so sabotaging and so bad to the, uh, our society and stuff that um uh, they're actually starting to put laws now on it and you know what the the, the thing that triggered all of this or, or the biggest um uh, thing that triggered this the, the the biggest object that moved this boulder down the hill is no other than your girly swifty i don't know if you've seen that online no, I haven't. but it's going all over now I, I can actually pull it up real quick to, to kind of see what kind of movement she was making online but it's 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 pretty interesting that this is actually what uh aided the the movement of um regulating deep fakes here i i believe the fbi has their division of cybersecurity, or if that's something totally different uh-huh. regardless cybersecurity um is still ran majority by people that are older that are not very yeah, very outdated yeah kind of thing. very outdated so 
scams that happen all the time in different ways are not being dealt with as well as they could be if there was people that were more specialized in that area. I think there yeah. should be a dedicated I support what you're saying. You know what I, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, just to kind of, I don't mean to put words in your mouth, but I'm definitely going to do it. But what she's saying is, out with the old, in with the new. That's what you're saying. <laughs> Get rid of all the old people out there. We need to just put them all in a spaceship, just fly them out somewhere, and you guys figure it out, you know? No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I, I Everyone you, has value, and they have something to do. Except teach. old people, yeah, but I get you. <laughs> you want to watch this video? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, I'm not endorsing you putting words in my mouth ever again. <laughs> Alright, let's go ahead and jump into this video here. World's biggest star. But if you type in Taylor Swift on X right now, an error message pops up. Swift's Ooh. name, now blocked, after deepfake images of the superstar flooded the platform before spreading to other sites. Some horrendous, horrific images. Obscene, abusive, pornographic. One post viewed 47 million times Gosh, before it dang. was 24,000 reposts, hundreds of thousands of... 47 million times? <laughs> Yo. That's there's, a lot. There's definitely one creep out there that added at least, like... One million, just <laughs> just clicking through all them. <laughs> That's so much. Gosh. Likes and bookmarks. The images are just the latest in a deluge of deep fakes. Since 2019, there's been more than a 500% rise, fueled by the AI boom. Just this week, a deepfake robocall of US President Joe Biden encouraging supporters to skip voting went viral. What the heck? Yo, I didn't even know that. That's, that's I knew that crazy. One. Yeah. Your vote makes a difference in November, not this Tuesday. Okay. Difference in November, not this Tuesday. AI able to generate entirely new and convincing images, videos, or voice recordings using simple text commands. The challenge with AI is that it means that we can get better images, more realistic images, and more people have access to that technology. 96% of Imagine she had ended that with, this is not even a real person we were looking at. <laughs> yeah, I was honestly, okay, so just to give you guys a little bit of a uh, behind the scenes kind of thing, I was I was working on, on a way to deepfake um, uh, myself on, onto you, um, but I, I didn't have enough time for this episode, unfortunately, but oh, that would have been kind of cool, because actually, you know what, I, I think have that done. that would have made me feel uncomfortable, for sure. <laughs> I've done other um, deepfake things. It's actually very easy. You just need to you know watch a few youtube tutorials and you're it you're, you're all you know i think my little sister could do it i think anybody can really yeah. do it it's it's pretty pretty easy but there was a famous comedian that has uh, passed away mm -hmm. and this is so messed up and i watched a little bit not really my comedy um but i, I, I watched a little bit and, and basically what they did is they used a lot of this comedian's um uh, prior footage and put it together and to uh, to uh, through ai and then uh, they basically mimicked his uh, pattern speeches and they made a new comedy special using a AI. Whole special? A whole special. And it was like just his way of joking, everything. Oh my gosh. And isn't that so weird? You're making specials from beyond the grave. Well, I mean... They're not getting paid I'm for not it. Too, None of that. Uh, I know. You no longer have your rights to your yeah, own person. Getting, Even the person's getting sued. Death, that's... Like the person who created it is getting sued oh. because they just they just created yeah, but it. But for example, um, I know that Disney with Star Wars they've been doing some stuff too and collecting people's 
Oh yeah. Um, the actors they're they're like signing up for this to to be three D models and yeah. or whatever it is. There's a famous actor, and um, I think he, I think unfortunately, I think he's getting dementia. I think that's who the actor mm-hmm. is, and, and I forgot his name. Um, but I'll put it here if I can find it. Um, uh, but he basically like signed a contract saying, "Hey, when I can no longer act, you're free to put me in movies." Yeah, As, and that's. Yeah. you know the first time i kind of experienced it or or really thought about it um i did watch the fast and furious movies so, um, mm-hmm. i was really uh a fan of them yeah um still kind of are even though they're not about cars anymore it definitely just, took a just, right turn yeah i'm <laughs> not a fan but more so i'm just gonna always watch them uh <laughs> i like the explosions and stuff it's cool uh i mean i i liked the cars you know yeah that's um or the fastness in the first ones but uh, i think it was fast six um when paul walker passed away before Mm -hmm. they the ending of the filming and they used his brother to kind of fill in that last spots or whatever that was my first experience with with deep fake like that and i was kind of for it because they were able to finish the project and also they obviously had the endorsement of his brother Mm because he played the part uh uh that he wasn't able to but i think that that was the right way kind of to do it um but now to just completely put people that might be past yeah it is weird it's weird yeah i i I do get that though I, i do understand if if the family and the person signs off that it's okay i guess it's okay but it still doesn't make it unnatural you know and i think the, the natural part of it is what's really getting me yeah yeah let's finish this video mm-hmm. deep fake images are pornographic all of which target women folks who want to humiliate and control women have now just found a new tool to help them to do that deep fakes causing untold damage to countless victims and the person that made that website i'm going to f- sue you in november australia launched a world first crackdown on deep fake to mandate the removal of AI-generated child abuse images from search results. But calls are growing for more to be done. It's actually a criminal offence currently to send images around online. That is not new. That has been on the books. The challenge now is ensuring that AI technologies are actually captured under that. In the US, the White House leapt into action this weekend. It is a Let's go. There should be legislation, obviously, to deal with this issue. But only after Swift's fan base became impossible to ignore. Swifties flooding X with positive photos of their hero to drown out the fakes using the hashtag protect Taylor Swift. Now, Taylor Swift is reportedly considering legal action. So, as tech platforms and governments struggle to regain control, can Swifties defeat the deepfakes? If anyone can, it's Swifties. The Swifties jumped into action and started to just change up the dialogue. It may well be a tipping point. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> if anybody can, it's Swifties, all no, right? for real, though. Yeah, they do have a lot of power. And you know what? I ain't even going to be on the bad side of Swifties. You guys have heard me in the past mm. here. I'm all for it. Swifties, you got all the power. And just you were saying that it's so easy and your little sister can do it. Imagine how scary that is, especially as teenagers. I don't think that kids are as innocent as we believe them to be, especially yeah. when they start getting into the teenager uh, stage. I remember um, maybe it was just my schools and where I went to schools, but I remember there was assemblies dedicated to talk about um, online bullying. Yeah. 
and that also included a whole section of be sure to not be sending nudes yeah. uh, to people because of what that could cost. And how many people did commit suicide because of their nudes being leaked and revenge? Yeah. You know? Um, now, you don't even have to do that for that to exist of you. Not real you, but the yeah. image of you. And that can ruin careers. That can ruin. Yeah. Uh, imagine just a, a a little kid in in well, not that little, but a teenager in in school who has this done to them. Who mm -hmm. cares if it's fake? That doesn't matter when you're in high school. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Such a weird and nasty world we're coming into with this and I, I think it's it's honestly just a matter of time until regulations are really solidified for this because it can be super that's, super dangerous that's my my problem with it though it's like a matter of time how much time yeah hopefully quick i mean ai is quicker than us and that's been proving time and time again so i don't know how i, I don't know so when they're gonna up, yeah you know just to kind of put a, a, a little pin into this that's why i understand what the where the girl is coming from from yeah. the artist story because as silly as it sounds this is a very real possibility now very real possibility yeah. that you that some creep could be recording you in a bar where i don't know what kind of uniform you're given but you know typically bars as a waitress you're not giving the best uniform mm -hmm. so they can utilize that kind of footage to do really anything at this point yeah. you know so not that equal for op but also not that equal for the person who was worried about it they are the whole not the whole for their response to hey i think i'm being filmed or she said as a fact i am being filmed but the your approach to it afterwards you just pushing this narrative that she didn't do anything and yeah. making this little mob of people that also would just assume you know um op what to every person that comes up every server he was <laughs> reading a text message you yeah. know just what i don't know people need to take a beat before they they accuse people of doing stuff yeah, yeah. maybe just put a sign in front of the bar saying no flash allowed or well, else you get beat up that he had flash well too bad old man it's <laughs> <laughs> your today. first and last time all right <laughs> uh yeah you ready to hop over to the next story yes, I am. all right let's go and help into it am i the hope for sending my daughter to school in her pajamas my seven-year-old daughter, Elsie, has recently started to make mornings more difficult by throwing a fit when we ask her to get dressed for school. We've tried setting her clothes out the night before, but she still makes an issue out of it, and she doesn't want to sleep in her clothes, so that's not an option either. My wife leaves for work before me, so I'm normally the one who has to deal with the tantrums in the morning. I wake Elsie up, and as always, she refused to get dressed. I wasn't really in the mood to deal with her BS and I didn't have any energy to fight with her about it. So I told her that it was okay and I'll just take her to school in her pajamas. She looked pretty shocked because I don't think it was the outcome she was expecting. But the rest of the morning went a lot smoother than normal. We got in the car and she was more quiet than usual. So I could tell she wasn't really sure what to think of it. But after a while of driving, I guess the realization set in and she told me she wanted to go home and change. I told her she had already made her decision and I wasn't driving her back home now. She started freaking out saying she wanted me to drive her back home and she didn't want to go to school in her pajamas. But I wasn't turning the car around. So we arrived at school and she eventually went in. <laughs> After my wife came home from collecting her from school, she looked pissed. She didn't say anything in front of Elsie, 
but later in the evening, as expected, she went off on me. She started saying that I had embarrassed her and made us look like bad parents who can't be bothered to dress our daughter. I told her that I'm sure Elsie isn't the first child to go to school in pajamas and it's not the end of the world. And she wears normal clothes every other day. So one day in pajamas isn't going to make everyone think we're bad parents. She told me she thought it was a cruel thing to do to Elsie. But in my opinion, it was harmless and taught her a lesson. Am I the a-hole? Okay, so like you mentioned, I picked this story. So I do want I like to hear it. what you got to say. You're good. You're, you're, you're chilling. That's the approach. You taught her a good lesson, you know? Because honestly, as a kid, I remember doing a lot of things just to get a reaction. I really just was like, well, let me see what they do, you know? And I think as a kid, it's kind of a normal thing. You're kind of, you're kind of poking the bear to see <laughs> how many pugs it takes to really get, like, you know, something to happen. And uh, I think it's all right. Honestly, nobody's going to think you're a bad parent. She's seven years old. Who cares? Who cares? If she was a high schooler, that's a different story. But hopefully, if you have a high schooler who's still doing <laughs> this, you got bigger problems, you know? But yeah, she's seven. Who cares? Parents probably, I mean, uh, teachers probably could care less. And I guess parents too. Like, it's, if I saw a seven year old in their pajamas, I'd be thinking to myself, damn, they have it good. Oh, good. I think as a teacher, you probably look at them and be like, they did not want to get addressed today. Yeah, as a parent, you know. <laughs> I'm assuming. Because I as think. As a teacher, also, you probably yeah. not the first time you've seen something like that. Um, okay, I'll, I'll let you finish your, your thought. Just one last thing here. As a teacher, if you are a teacher, let us know. Have you seen kids like that? Where they just either come with their hair all messed up or in pajamas or sandals or. I don't know. The, what's the weirdest thing you've seen happen in your but classroom? Also, it, there's a difference between being a one-time thing versus yeah. a consistent thing, you know? That's true. That was part of the defense of the father. I do think he was the a-hole. Really? Yeah. What? I think that his approach to teach her a lesson was okay. completely appropriate. And let's go to school in pajamas then. I would have taken the approach, though, of... Um, bringing in clothes that she was supposed to wear the clothes that she was supposed to wear without her noticing i would have put it in a bag or something and taken it in the car with me at one point she's gonna realize that she doesn't want to do this and then she can change and go into school and she will have learned her lesson will she though i don't know yeah, next time there's not gonna be pajamas for you here you know what though i feel like if i was a kid with with the the pajama tantrum and if I freaked out, freaked out, and I was getting close and everything, and my dad was like, all right, you know what? I think you learned your lesson. I have an extra pair of clothes for you. Here you go. In my head, I would just put that in my library of things. Oh, okay, I get it. Next time I could do anything I want, and he has my bag to take care of me. So I don't. It, there's no consequences. It's it's just I get to, I get to get freebies, and I get to get an out anytime I, I really screw up. You, I really hope our kids come out a little bit more like me. <laughs> I didn't even learn a lesson or two, man. They, I was they a rule follower. Um, I was not. I was very much No not. way. I would have never guessed. I love this background, by the way. Yeah, it's very nice and cozy. Yeah, huh? I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me honestly like a little bit drowsy. Plans. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but anyway, I think when she learned, I, I believe she learned her lesson when she started freaking out, realizing that he was going to go through with it. And yes, no one cares. She's a seven-year-old. But I think that that way of thinking is a little bit dismissive. Just because 
I may have not gone through something um, yet that someone else has doesn't mean that my most pain isn't mm. equivalent to your most pain. That's you know. True. So as a seven-year-old, um, going through this must be the most... It's like the end of the world. It is the end of the world. And not just because it actually isn't, doesn't mean that we can belittle that feeling. That is what they're feeling right now. And that is the worst that they have experienced in their life. Dude, I don't be a bad bad dad. That sucks. That sucks. I don't be a (laughs) bad dad. I just realized it. Because, all right, at least as a grown-up now, I I cherish the weirdest things that have happened to me the, the most embarrassing and weirdest thing i cherish those because those are like good stories so i would honestly say that when we have a kid and if you do anything like this mm-hmm. almost i would almost just go through with it just for the fear just just for the pure fact that this is a good story for them to tell later on Not only, yeah they, they learned the lesson that's oh, good yeah, my dad but that's also gave me trauma when and that's what i'm this, saying i'm a bad dad i'm gonna be a bad dad dude because this is such a good story to tell as a grown-up you know like oh my dad really made me wear pajamas that one day to school because i was doing tantrum and, and my whole school one day went like this blah 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 mm. you know like it's just no, such a good story i'm a little I, worried oh, now <laughs> i a thought i was one. gonna be the bad parent needless right. to say we still have a couple years ahead of us before we'll figure it out we'll figure something out uh i did want to also point out um that I would also have a conversation with my kid just to make sure everything's okay at school. Mm. Um, when I first came to the U.S., my older brother was already in middle school, but me and my younger brother were just a year apart in school. So um, I basically went with him through a school together, right? Yeah. And I remember that even though none of our teachers spoke Spanish, my teacher, Miss Smith, my first grade teacher, was super sweet and really tried her best to make me feel included and to put an effort into trying to make sure I could be as engaged as possible, even though she didn't know how to communicate with me, you know? Yeah. I uh, briefly, for whatever was happening at school that day, after lunch, we ended up going to another teacher's classroom that wasn't our teacher. And those students went to our teacher. I don't know why that happened. But I ended up going into the classroom that my younger brother had Mm. as his teacher. And I almost cried with her. Because she was just the complete opposite of Mrs. Smith. She was rude. She did not care that I didn't know how to... I didn't know what she was talking. um, Because I didn't know English yet. And she just... I think hates kids. (laughs) she she just had this aura about her and the way that she yeah. would talk to us was like she hated kids so my little brother was someone who would um make it impossible before my parents to take him to school he would wake up early just to hide mm-hmm. from my parents yeah he was genius you know it started off with hiding underneath the desk with his blanket and then falling asleep underneath the desk that was not a really great hiding spot one time he hid inside the closet inside a suitcase oh you gotta keep himself in there um and the one time that he succeeded i uh he went into the car okay well my parents were like she can't be late to school yeah so they took me 
And it wasn't until they headed back home that my brother popped out of the trunk. Like, oh, I've been here this whole time, you know? Um, so I have not confirmed with my brother if that was part of the reason why he just rejected school because yeah. of this teacher. Mm. But um, it could be the driving fact. It could be the yeah. driving force. So just talk to your kid to make sure that, that everything is going good. Yeah, yeah, that there's not another factor as to why you don't want to school go to school other than some just kids never yeah. like school you know i think she might just be a lazy bear and didn't want to do anything for but, sure well, well, the, who knows but it, it could check also up. be that it's check not. up on, on, the, on um, their mental health ready for the next story mm -hmm. let me guess one. let me guess couples counseling <laughs> ding ding you got it you got it <laughs> am i the who for telling my dad his fake family therapy with my aunt acting as a therapist was always gonna go badly. My dad and his wife, Sharon, both 50s, wanted the three of us to go to family therapy together. But not family therapy with an actual trained therapist. No. My aunt was acting as a therapist for us. I this was at least hoping from that title that the aunt was an actual therapist <laughs> at the very least. Just a, just a random aunt. <laughs> she has a sofa. That's good she enough. She a sofa and glasses. As, oh, and a notepad. Yep. Qualifies her mm -hmm. as a therapist. Moving forward. This therapy was something they wanted because Sharon is feeling disappointed that my sister's children don't really know her. And she has not been welcomed as the grandmotherly figure to them. She has only seen them about three or four times. And my sister does not actually speak to Sharon really. She's not even really in touch with my dad. But I see her and my nibblings a lot. And I'm invested. By the way, I didn't know what nibblings were. Okay, I thought you just... No, I didn't mess it up. Nibblings, I had to Google this, is short for siblings, nephews, and nieces. Okay. Yeah, never heard this before, but mm -hmm. I guess it is what it is. My dad is a little more involved than Sharon, but only sees them once or twice a year. Because of this, they wanted therapy, and I was against it and said so, but gave in for a more peaceful life. The background here, before I go into where the therapy went south, my mom passed away when I was five, and my sister was 15, almost 16, Dad met Sharon after a few months. He wasn't having an affair with her. Two weeks after my mom passed away, he started dating again. Sharon was one of the last and the one he married. She wanted a family and to be a mom and couldn't have kids of her own. So tried to be the mom who we lost and tried to make us the kids she couldn't have. We didn't want that. My sister hated her for it. I just never liked her that much and never cared about her. My sister left as soon as she could. Dad also stepped way back when he married Sharon. I know that's not her fault and neither is my mom's passing. I just never wanted her in my life and never cared about her. So we started quote-unquote therapy and for a few quote-unquote sessions, Sharon would talk about her feelings. She didn't feel loved truly by any of us, felt insecure as a parent, felt expandable to my sister and me. She was feeling like she didn't matter and had no place within the family. She questioned every day if I cared about her at all or would care if I never saw her again. She felt as alone as she did when she met my dad. That's basically what she said during like seven sessions. Then right after Christmas, I was asked to answer the questions she had about whether she was cared about and stuff. I said no at first, but they insisted and told me that was the whole point, to be honest. And I was. I said I didn't care about Sharon. Wouldn't care if I never saw her again. Didn't see a place for her in my family and never saw a future where she was in it. I said I felt the same about my dad also. Sharon was heartbroken and has been heartbroken ever since. My dad finally confronted me yesterday and accused me of using therapy badly. 
He told me I should have listened and been more compassionate. I told him I answered after a lot of pressure in fake family therapy where his sister is a therapist was never going to do any good, even if we all wanted it to help. He accused me of treating it like a joke and of being dismissive of the effort he was making for therapy and of downplaying the different kinds of therapy. Am I the a-hole? Oh, gosh. What's your thought? Definitely not the a-hole. I don't know. I definitely saw it working out, to be quite honest. <laughs> it seemed like the perfect recipe. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you got the ant. You got the notepad. That's it. That's all you need. This is... It, it's sad in the sense that Sharon just wanted a family. And she just wanted a kid. Well, too bad, Sharon. Gosh. For real. Too bad, Sharon. That's just not the life yeah. you were dealt and these are not your kids um get over it yeah you kind of need to accept that i'm, I'm definitely in the same boat I, i'm usually the more compassionate one as you guys have come to know and uh i'm usually on on you know on the very understanding on their side but no screw sharon bro i i definitely i definitely think she's barking up the wrong tree on this one and i think it's not fair for her to put this like emotional baggage on them because, uh, lady, you, you're not going to be able to do it. You're not going to get your dream. And, and, and let's say you do get your dream country, right? And you somehow force for them, force them into really liking you and to really getting along with you and all this jazz. Is it really going to feel good? Because you really made it happen. You legit, like, she put them into a corner. Would. You think so? But there would be that hole in our heart yeah. knowing that it's not real. You're um, always going to know. You're just going to wake up at 3 a.m. in the morning when it's dark and you only have your thoughts to really, you know. And how old is OP? Have a conversation with. OP? I don't know. I think they're, they're later on in the years. Yeah. Not, 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 not that old. I think they're like 20s, late 20s. But This is old so to like, late for this too. Yeah. Well, she initially got in when she was young. Sharon came into their picture when she was young. Yeah, but, but to go through this whole therapy and be asking... I feel like I failed as a parent because you weren't a parent. Yeah. You you, 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 didn't, you weren't in the whole upbringing. Not as in it's her fault she was a parent. I think in situations like this, you have to be accepting of how far and how deep into the kids' lives they want you to be in. Yeah. I definitely know that if my parents had gotten split up younger and I will had to live in a household with a step parent, I would not consider them a parent at all. And I would pretty much be a brat to them, probably, just because I would not accept any any sort of parenting from this person. Um, yeah. I just know that that's the type of person I would be. And it's bad for that person to try to force this place into my life. You know? Yeah. Um, and you know, oh, man it's 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 real hairy you know because i it's too late like sharon has been with this man for a long time i guess it's never too late right but it's she's been for this man with this man for a very long time hoping that this could happen for her but it ha it's not gonna and it's never gonna and now she only really has two options either just be okay with never having a family of her own like that or moving on and you know, saying goodbye to this man's and gonna go. You guys could know. have also adopted. If you guys wanted to have a kid, you could have adopted. So, you know what they should have out there? They should have a adopt a family type of thing where there is just a family that is just very well off. You know, this family is doing good. 
There's no issues, blah blah. They're vetted beforehand, and they just get to adopt an adult, just a lady. You can you can adopt a, a grandma, or you can adopt oh. a, a nana. Hey nana, whatever, right? It's weird that you're Vietnamese and we're white, but you're my nana. You know, like, it, but you know, is it weird? Because it could have been adopted. You can just say that my the whole family is white, and the nana's. A, I guess the nana could have been adopted all the way up in lineage. But like, then wouldn't she have kids? Yeah, so it doesn't that make sense. Oh, can I say something totally, totally just... Okay, good. That's what we're here for. Yeah. So on my dad's side of the family, there's French people. What? Yes. Okay. Like my dad's great-great-grandma or something had French parents, but she was adopted. So... Oh. Yeah. So we don't have any French in our blood per se, yeah. but she was raised by French people that moved to Mexico. Wow, that's cool. That's, yeah. that's so bizarre. Mm-hmm. I, unexpected. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man, I wish there was some sort of, like, Frenchiness passed down, though. You know, like, what if, what if your grandma had picked up, like, French recipes, and then she passed mm-hmm. it down, and now we all, or, or your side of the family knows how to cook a lot of French stuff? Yeah. That would have been really nice. That would have been cool. Yeah. And me, as yeah, someone that wants to learn how to speak French, or, um, or that would be cool, too. Right? And also, what if your grandma picked up an accent, you know? A very French joke. But it's not my grandma. It accent. would have been like my dad's great great grandma or something. Yeah, well, right. That's that's fine. And then pass it down because accents can be passed down, right? Mm, so picked up. You could you could have had a French accent by now. Think about that. You missed out. I don't think an accent would have been picked up and passed down for that long. No. No. We can dream. Yeah, I mean, even for example, uh, uh I think like um, John Krasinski. Okay. and emily blunt mm-hmm. she has a, a british accent yeah. right and their kids had her accent because she yeah but as soon as they're out of the house like when they start going to school or whatever they lose it they lose it because really Dang. well she says that they lost it mm. um because they start speaking like their their environment their environment yeah, yeah. so i know we say a like a lot that's because we do see that. And you guys sometimes get that's we, we know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get rid of it too. Um, you think I like being this way? <laughs> you don't you think, think I annoy myself? You don't think I hate myself for this? You don't think I hear it when I'm editing? Um, <laughs> you know, but that comes from our environment. Our parents definitely don't say like because they also don't speak English. But <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh. So I guess point being, if you can get adopted, sharing by another family out there, I'm sure there maybe put a Craigslist, Craig, 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 Craigslist. Uh, uh. You know, just add somewhere and or maybe buy a billboard. I'm sure more people would see if you buy a billboard uh-huh. and just say, "Hey, I'm willing to be adopted by <laughs> most families. Uh, here's my number and email and social I security feel number. For her. Well, just okay. whatever kind of information yeah. you need to give out. You know, I feel for her. I really do. But she needs to get over it. You can't force people's emotions, you know? You don't yeah. choose who you love. I don't know if I agree with that, but... Love chooses you. You just get over it. This is so ridiculous. Your aunt is the therapist. Are you kidding me? But so it did biased. remind me... It, it rem- <laughs> what? It did remind me of uh, Freaky Friday. Not okay. the original. The second one, I believe. There's um, been like 30 of them. <laughs> yeah, the second one. Um 
where I, the mom is the therapist and she traded bodies with her daughter but she needs the daughter needs to go into work still right yeah. and i think the mom tells her just just ask them to talk you know and then they'll start talking and ask them how that makes them feel <laughs> so i think there's a whole scene where she goes uh and pretends to be her mom um and 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 how does that make you feel and the whole therapy <laughs> session goes well like perfect just <laughs> crying by the end of it and everything uh that's funny i mean honestly i can't talk on behalf of therapy and stuff but i feel like if somebody just sat down and just asked me how that makes me feel a couple of times i think i would be fine i think i would actually be that'd be a good time for me no for real though um my younger brother whenever he calls we get into deep conversations a lot of the time yeah and it's honestly just um i think he he's very emotionally mature uh he'll just ask questions and some of the times i'm um i'm not prepared to answer these questions he's like what is the meaning of life just kidding <laughs> but he he will say ask things um that are deep what's the derivative of x if y <laughs> equals three no. minus i squared <laughs> but he he'll dig into my answer you know so he'll yeah. ask a question and sometimes i'll answer and then he'll dig into my answer and it really to try gets to get you to, to the think, core you know and um you kind of come out learning about yourself <laughs> yeah um so i totally do see you yeah, how yeah, does that make yeah. you feel work by the way, I love that. I'm naming this guy Jerry. I don't, I don't really know your name, guy. Jerry. I'm sorry, but uh, I feel like he looks like a Jerry. The back you of know? your head looks like a Jerry. Yeah, right. So thank you, Jerry, but uh, for the session, I feel like we really, <laughs> you know, said everything that we needed to say. Uh, but yeah, I guess we'll I had see an you. Epiphany during this session. Yeah, I guess we'll see you next next week. I don't know. We'll we'll figure out the bookings. All right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, Jerry's here. <laughs> Jerry made it to our home. <laughs> <laughs> yo jerry what the fuck dude how did you get her our address man that's actually kind of want to keep him should no, we keep jerry don't keep oh, him okay well sorry jerry wife he said no so in here he doesn't look like a therapist he looks like a director <laughs> yeah, like we're in the movie <laughs> uh, that's good all right bye jerry that's later man and now here comes the segment part of the episode we have a lot of awesome spicy stories for you guys but we had to roll the wheel of fortune. Do you want to do us the favor of rolling it? Okay, I don't know which direction it rolls, but I, I don't know go. either. You ready? Yeah. Go. Oh, oh. Come on, come on, come on. Is that one? And uh, the oh! school mistress. Okay, Ooh. We're gonna, the school mistress. Um, okay. You want to take over? Yes, this All is right. my story. I was uh, motivated by your PowerPoint last time. Oh, snap. So Another I a, PowerPoint. So I have a PowerPoint for us. Okay. And this story, I want to deliver it in such a way that I'll make you, you specifically, Oscar, Okay. feel as part of the story. I want All you right. to feel I'll be, I'll be, I'll this be in story. It. Okay. okay. So because of it, I'm, I'm making it a story format okay and you'll be able to i feel right like away. we need some sort of like classical music in the background for this it's a very fancy painting out the bat but go on you like it i do okay well our story begins <coughs> like many classic story begin once upon a time <laughs> <laughs> okay nice once upon a time a prince was born all right is that me <laughs> you really you got a lecture of me 
That's so okay. Oh, I'm very unexpected. I didn't expect to see my baby picture <laughs> on YouTube. I, told but... you, I want you to feel like this is you. All right. Well, I'll say this. I had a I had a big glow up. You're you're kind of covering my my little um, yeah storyboard yeah. things here. Yeah, it, it is what it is. Okay, so I'll just read it to you. I was planning on reading it to you anyway. All right. So Prince was born. Okay. You might know him as Oscar. Yeah, that's me. That's that's. <laughs> I can make that smile here again. <laughs> That's you. Okay. But this story begins 18 years in the future. It's so bizarre. This is a re really weird. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Now everybody knows I'm a geek and I like Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay. Just exposing me. Is this is this whole part just exposing oh, wait, wait, wait. me? Wait, wait. You're not noticing anything else. I did not. Play oh my God! Is that me? <laughs> is that like an old me? Here, you can you can move it. It's that's okay. really weird. I that's. I don't like that. <laughs> Speaking of AI, I used uh, AI to age you. Yeah, that's that's really bizarre. I I don't know how I feel about that, but yeah, it's right there. Okay. All right. Well, I guess I'm not that bad looking, but I'm definitely not the best. I hope I don't end up like that guy. <laughs> I'll say this. Yeah. I'm I hope I treat myself better. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Okay. So, on July seventh, mm -hmm. nineteen sixty nine. Three men try to steal 42-year-old Oscar's Yu-Gi-Oh card collection. Yo, not my Yu-Gi-Oh card collection, bro. Don't do it. <laughs> but they triggered the burglar alarm and fled. Okay. Your Yu-Gi-Oh card are safe. I'm safe with my Yu-Gi-Oh card. Don't take it from me. <laughs> 18 days later. Okay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Yo, that's loud. <laughs> they returned. 18 days later, they really wanted them Yu-Gi-Oh cards. They returned. Okay. This time, they went for Oscar's cherished late father's truck. Not my, not my late father's. Yo, no, my late father's truck. <laughs> so we've no. mentioned this before that your dad has promised you his truck. Yeah, he has promised me his truck. Yeah. The truck got stolen. Yo, take the car. No, actually, the, no. The you can take the truck. I'll take. I'll, I'll keep the cards. Oh All right, my go gosh. Ahead. Uh, so I picked the truck because I was. What would be one thing that he would really? be said wow. about and apparently you care more about Yu-Gi-Oh cards i should have yeah. i should have flipped to this the <laughs> script um okay okay dang bro you really made it sad oscar too sad in, the, oscar. in the corner there Gosh. by the way you live in a mansion at this time well i guess it's not that bad i'm pretty good <laughs> <laughs> okay okay i could just buy another chug at this one <laughs> Go ahead. at the age Gosh. of 69 i am not aging well dude <laughs> i am not aging well at all at oh the age God. of 69, Oscar... Are you sure it's 96? I think it's 96. Uh, Unless you type no, yeah, on no. it. It's 69. Okay. Wait, I, I'm dyslexic, guys. I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> At the age of 96, Oscar had lost all hope. I mean, I would have lost hope too if that was me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. An accounting my firm found it in the house of a client who had passed away in 2020. Really? Wow, mm -hmm. okay. Okay, so... Now I know who's who I can trust and who I can't trust. <laughs> this is the story of uh, Francis Wood. Okay. And his painting. Oh. Yes. So it wasn't me all along? No. This was just a fever dream? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. My face, I'm still young. <laughs> Woo! Let's go. So this, <sighs> this did happen to this guy in his 240-year-old painting three burglars came into house trying to steal um or attempted to steal his coin collection okay they triggered in other burglar system and, and they fled but they did come back 19 years uh, 19 days later 
and stole the painting. Dang. Yes. So my stories, I always want to keep them positive. And um, when I found this story, I was like, that's pretty wholesome. That's so awesome. At 96 years old, imagine you probably, yeah. it's been 54 years since it was stolen. You Sorry, just, this is a bald man <laughs> behind me. <laughs> that's Francis. Oh, okay, Francis, I, I'm cool with sitting on your head. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Imagine at yeah. 96 years old, something, 45, 54 years after it was stolen. You probably never thought you'd see it again yeah. to, to be reunited it with also, your painting. It also makes me feel like I want to paint something. I want to get like a, a oil painting of us or something or oil painting of our families together and just keep it through generations. I feel like that'd be kind of nice. Or would okay. it be creepy? I don't know. But at least maybe our spirits would live onto the painting. I don't want them to live in the painting. I do want my spirit to go on the beyond. Okay. Um, but maybe anyway, so I thought that that was a pretty good story on its own. Yeah. Right? Did you enjoy the presentation? It was a, it was a little traumatizing, <laughs> but yeah, I think it was all right. The, those pictures were pretty bad, huh? I yeah. was like, it, it, I put the ages aside. That's that's what it made you look like. I've, I age horribly. <laughs> Thank you for letting me know that. Okay. You will look more like your dad. And, and you think your dad's attractive. So He's a good looking dude. So you'll be fine um but anyway the backstory is kind of juicy okay what's the backstory in an unexpected way okay all right so just just a little bit more information on this painting the artist who uh painted this painting his name was op which i think is pretty funny because we do read his stories and op is yeah yeah yeah. original poster huh so his name was op um he was actually that's actually a really cute name i like that yeah he 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 was uh our kid's name should not be op though no it'll be very bad op did this and op did that (laughs) yeah so anyway just a little little bit part of backstory on op he was commissioned to paint portraits for the royal family so big deal yeah big Um, dogs over here yeah so also one of uh, his paintings, obviously Op has passed already, um, but one of Op's paintings in two thousand and seven sold in auction for five hundred eighty thousand dollars. Can you imagine anything that I create be ever worth that much? Pretty crazy. That is that is like an insane amount of money for yeah. a painting that somebody. Oh my goodness, this guy's good. And I don't know how much this painting is worth, this specific one. Um, but I did think it was uh, interesting that Francis' father mm-hmm. bought this painting in the 1930s for 7500 Oh, man, that value. That's a good investment. That's a really good return <laughs> yeah. in the value. Gosh. Yeah. So now let's get to the juicy part. Okay. I want to know who's the rat that stole the painting. Though. I'll say this because it was a client's um, uh, that where he found it in the client's in house. The, yeah. The, uh, yeah. The accounting firm found it in a client's home. So and they found mm. it in his home. He, and he That client have, has already passed away, right? Okay. A year after he passed away, I guess they were auctioning away um, this client's... Yeah, like uh, our stuff, belongings. Yeah, these belongings. And while they were trying to appraise this painting, that's when they found the backstory and it was like, oh, this is someone's painting that got stolen. Yeah. Um, and and that's how this whole thing came about, right? Uh, we do know who the three um, people that stole the painting were. Uh, Did they, they ever get they caught? Have, they, yes, they got caught. And they've passed away already. Did they get caught uh, in their old age? 
Or were they caught mm, early? I don't know the details. Uh, I hope they that. got caught in the old age because, man, if you sold this painting for whatever it was worth, you, your family eating, bro. <laughs> I cannot imagine, like, imagine the olden times where you traded a cow for, like, I don't know, seeds or whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> old, tell old as time, right? And now imagine, like, an old farm uh, family trading a painting and, like, should you just get, like, eight bars of gold? <laughs> That's equivalent to what, what's happening now, I you know? I think that is did people still trade in the 1930s i don't, I don't think know, so but, but i, I get same. your point okay so now a little bit of the juicy backstory okay, okay? the owner of the house right who passed away yeah. in 2020 bought the house from a convicted mobster oh my goodness okay yes the painting was in the house unknown to the buyer that's baller <laughs> that is so baller okay i oh my goodness okay so if i ever were to go into the dark arts and steal a painting for whatever reason or steal something that's so valuable my reason for stealing that is going to be to sell it so that i can get more money this guy stole it or he hired a crew to steal it and kept it yeah just to be like Hey, look at my like eight hundred thousand dollar painting that I have here. Yeah, that is so baller. Well, he got I, convicted and yeah, sold his but, home. Okay, okay. Gosh, so, okay. so uh, supposedly it's unknown to the. This whole thing was unknown to the buyer. But yeah. when you buy a house, don't you kind of look everywhere? Unless there was a secret hidden room. Yeah. How did he not know that there was this painting? I don't know. Okay. So, he he has also shady. passed away, so I. We can't question him. I won't. Yeah, question okay. his integrity. Yeah, uh, don't disturb the the. So if you past. thought that it was juicy, it just There's gets more? juicier. Okay. Okay. One of the burglars confessed that confessed to stealing the painted painting, said he stole it under the direction of the then state senator. Gosh. Uh huh. Okay. Imperial. That's the senator's name. Yeah. The senator has also passed away. The police and imperial. Both responded to the burglary with the Woods family caretaker telling the senator that the painting was priceless. So imagine you are telling the senator, oh my gosh, this painting got stolen and this painting was priceless to this family. Yeah. You're telling it to the person that ordered for the yeah. painting to be stolen. The person who currently holds this painting. That's some devilish behavior, I'll say this. Isn't that kind of crazy? The person that stole it and confessed this, uh -huh. the thief, yeah. um, his backstory or his story on this says that the three of them, the three thieves, visited Imperial's clubhouse. I'm not exactly sure what a clubhouse is. I pictured like, uh, isn't there a, a TV show? The Mickey Mouse Clubhouse? Oh, yeah. I guess so, yeah. So I don't think it was that type of clubhouse. But the thieves we'll visited see. Imperial's uh, clubhouse and were told exactly where the painting was. The claims against Imperial will never co were never corroborated. So oh man, this he's guy just putting that out. This there. guy just made it out, dude. He's straight up. He oh man, what a what a applaud to you, my man. Yeah. I he mean, actually passed away in 1999 when huh? we were born. So um, can't escape death. It was in 2021 where uh, the the accounting whatever were gonna auction it. So, but from between that to today, two years, it was in FBI's custody for the investigation of all of these yeah. things. And it was this month that um, a judge 
declared this needs to go back to its rightful owner and oh. that is how this month um francis wood got his painting back oh he's still alive right he got it while he was alive well it happened this month hopefully he hasn't passed away in the couple okay. of days since well, he got it <laughs> he's pretty up there i'm not gonna lie <laughs> but that's really wholesome i like that he got to see his painting that before he passed on to the beyond the story yeah. the backstory though it it's kind of like a um a movie yeah painting stealing uh, yeah i could i definitely could see this be being one of those movies where like the narrator is uh just someone from like europe or something and it starts off with him sitting in front of like a fireplace with his painting on top <laughs> and then he says you know i didn't always have this painting <laughs> i don't know what accent that was but it, yeah. it's like you're i don't know uh <laughs> londony whatever London. <laughs> British accent. and you know this painting holds a lot of memories i don't think that is an accent it holds a lot of stories behind it and this is how i got to get it back and then just the whole movie of like how the head this painting was moved from place it, to place love it. it's good someone out there directed you, you know you I, I gave you the base of it you you figured the rest out right <laughs> but give us credit yeah give us credit um, somewhere <laughs> yeah so that's that's my story i like it you want to roll the wheel all right let's go ahead and just roll the wheel of fortune one more time here i added a little sass to that yeah i saw saw I don't know if we'll get to all these stories, but let's let's see. Michaela, no, I don't know how to say her last name. No, Nogueira, 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 Nogueira drama. Yeah, I don't know. It's I I want to actually know what your opinion on this one is because we read a lot of Reddit stories in this podcast, so we always have like this back and forth where like did this person do it right? Did this person do Who it wrong? Who was a hole? Who was the a hole indeed? And this is no exception to that sort of theme. Okay, okay. Because we have this whole uh, series, this whole saga of a back and forth and who was right and who was wrong. Okay, I'll just preface this by saying, just like I do every Reddit story, I just take it at face value. We don't know the truth. We only have pieces of the truth. So I'll approach it like a Reddit story. I'll say that much. That's true. Let but I actually go. know who Michaela is. Oh, you do? Yeah. See, I didn't know who she was before this TikTok drama started. Um, I just, I, I, I saw that this started kind of popping up everywhere. And I didn't want to get too invested into it because I wanted to see what it actually ended up outcoming to. Okay. Here with you guys. So I, I don't know a lot of this story, um, but I, I do have the pieces that will tell it all. All? Yeah. It will tell it all. <laughs> you ready to hop into it? Yeah. All right. Michaela's lies have cost me $10,000. Yes, I am $10,000 in debt because of her lies. In October, I made a video asking Michaela if there was any way she would review my small business. My business Illusion Bronze went viral last year and in the video to Michaela, I just explained, hey, there's this multi-million dollar company who's sort of knocking off my idea and I could really okay. use your help. If you don't know, Illusion Bronze is the only custom self-tanner mixed for each individual client based off your eye color, hair color, and skin tone. I launched in January. This multi-million dollar brand had a line of four shades coming out in April. After seeing I had gone viral with my concept, this brand put a quiz on their website asking people for their eye color, hair color, and skin tone, and they would suggest one oh, of four colors. Snap. So it basically cheapened and simplified my idea, obviously, because I have 125 customizable colors. So far, what do you think? Is this consequential or was this something of the idea? 
You know, the fact that they basically ripped off kind of what he was doing, you know? There's so many sad stories about that. Just yeah. as a small business owner, you don't necessarily know all this ins and outs yet or all the legal things and people mm -hmm. take advantage of that. I'm definitely not believe, oblivious to, to yeah. that fact. You know what I've actually got in the scoop of? Uh, Amazon does something similar to this, which I... I I didn't know until recently when I spoke to one of my friends who does Amazon fulfillment mm -hmm. where he said, Oh yeah. So what I did is, uh, he bought like, you know how Amazon dropshipping works where you mm -hmm. buy a bunch of products, you, you sell yeah. it. And if it does good, you get rewarded with whatever. Right. So he did that with a specific product. And then after, um, a while his product was like number one in the page, whatever, doing really good sales. And then he noticed that his product was going down in the ranking. So he got like outranked. So he took a look to see, uh, what product that was selling the same thing as him was outranking him. Mm -hmm. And it was Amazon. Uh, he, Amazon was literally doing the same thing, selling the same product, but just sold at a cheaper value. Mm -hmm. And it outranked him in his, in, in his thing. Therefore, he lost sales. And then now uh, he just stuck with a bunch of product. And mm -hmm. apparently, um, per other friends that do that on uh, his side of like the world or whatever um uh, it happens quite often so amazon just like basically sees products they're doing good and then they go ahead and just buy a bunch of the same product from i don't know alibaba whatever and then just sell it for cheaper to outbid their people it just makes me feel like um gambling uh what it's is definitely it called? gambling yeah no sorry what is casinos you're playing at their house. If yeah. you think you're ever going to win, you're not winning. The house is always going to win. Yeah. So if you think you're winning Amazon, Amazon, you're playing in their game. They got the upper hand. They're going to win. Yeah, but yeah. it just likes that uh, companies do that. But go ahead and on the word. I tried to convince myself that it was a coincidence, but there were a few girls who went viral from reviewing my product that were genuine, authentic reviews. And this multi-million dollar brand went after them paying them to do reviews of their brand and mention the things that were unique about my product, but instead say it about theirs. So imagine my surprise when four days after I asked Michaela if she would review my small business, she reviews the specific line from the multi-million dollar company who was knocking me off. It ain't looking now, good, Michaela. Mind, when I asked her to review my product line and then she reviewed the competitor four days later, their line had been out for six months at this time. So I didn't believe it to be a coincidence. It's not that I was blaming her. I didn't think it was her fault. Sounds but like I thought, wow, this company has already gone after the small influencers who blew up my brand and paid them. They must have seen my video to Michaela and now paid her too. This video I posted, wondering if it was a coincidence, garnered 4 million views. Kayla DM'd me the next morning and said, it was an absolute coincidence. It would never be my intention to hurt a small business. She said, I think I actually have your tanner. Regardless, when I get home, I will make my purchase and try your tanner ASAP. We DM back and forth for a while. She does say, I wish you would have come to me first. I was like, uh, how? So then she gave me her phone number, asked oh, to speak snap. on the phone. Okay. We talked for like 20 okay, minutes. She up. was like, my parents are small business owners. They've experienced similar things. I was like, wow, this poor girl, like she's young. She's doing the best she can. Once she's home, she shows me that she has the product as well as shits all over my competitor, but I'm not going to blast that. And for a second, I really thought like, wow, maybe this misunderstanding is turning into a friendship. Well, in October, she told me she was posting it ASAP, and then two months passed by. 
I really just had grieved the idea and moved forward. I was like, damn, it's unfortunate that she really is the person that people say she is. I don't think that she understands that just because I don't have 15 million followers, I do have almost 72,000. And people tag her in my videos and ask me about her every single day now for the past three months. So one day when someone was in my live asking me where Michaela's review was, I said, guys, just let it go. And then people started going to her page and commenting, where's the Illusion Bronze review? They texted me almost immediately. I don't know if you mentioned me or something somewhere, but I'm getting so many comments about trying the tanner and I'm actually using it this weekend. She says, I'll be posting a video about it tomorrow, December 7th. Now, in the past, Michaela made a video about how she doesn't review indie brands anymore because they can't keep up with the orders. There's been a few instances where the indie brand cannot handle the, the capacity yeah. to Time. fulfill all of those orders. I was a long-term fan and follower, so I remembered that video. And the last thing that I wanted to do was embarrass myself, my business, or her. And Shopify okay. had kept offering me a $10,000 loan. So when she told me, I'm reviewing this tomorrow, I was like, let me take that loan. The money Ooh. gets deposited within like 24 hours. And I spent all $10,000 on product. Oh, dude. He lost me. Before we get to the loan part, because okay. I know that's what you want to talk about, yeah. uh, then let me just touch base on something he said earlier on. Um, obviously, I don't think, I really, really like to believe that people have the best intentions or just are not out there trying to be bad. Yeah. Okay. Um, when he said, I don't believe this was a coincidence because at that time they had been out for X amount of months mm -hmm. and she still happened to review it four days after I DM'd her. That's why he doesn't believe it's a coincidence. But he literally described what a coincidence is. <laughs> yeah, he meant, yeah. I just okay. want to point that out. You know, that is what a coincidence is. Yeah. When things look like they magically fit and it's like, how did that happen? So yeah. just saying that. <laughs> Go for the loan. I, I just, I don't know, man. That You're jumping the gun, homie. Like, she has not done anything to, to back her point up. I, I get that, that you're, you're expecting to get, like, the return by her shouting you out. But $10,000 is a lot of product to put on your inventory without getting confirmation. I would have wanted to talk with her and make an agreement. Like, hey... Uh, just making sure before you post it, I, I want to know that you're actually going to do it because I want to make sure that I can uh, actually sell out and, and sell as much product as you're going to bring me clients. So I want to take out this 10K loan. Is that cool with you? Are we sure that you're going to post it tomorrow? I wouldn't I, even I just, do that. It's because it's not on her to decide oh, or, or say goodness. anything. Um, I do not like his verbiage at the beginning where he says she made me lose out on 10K because yeah. we need to just take her. responsibility for our own actions. And she did not convince you to take this loan. And even if she had pushed that on you, you're still the one making the decision to get this loan or not. Yeah. Um, and I... I know that some people to to make their business work, they do need to take out loans and stuff. I personally don't like loans. Um, I don't yeah. like paying interest. Uh, that's free money I'm giving away. I, I don't like doing that. So I personally would have not done this, but you cannot put that on her mm. at 
all. I am honestly, I'm so hoping for you, dude. I'm so hoping that no, pays for off. sure. Like he, I, uh, oh he's a small gosh. business owner. That's so great that people are are. You know, one of the things that people are able to do in America is no matter who you are, start a business and yeah. try to do something for yourself. And it's hard, you know. Most businesses fail within the first what, five years, I think it is. Yeah. So um, the fact that he's going out there and doing this, I want the best for him. Yeah, I, I really hope it works out, man. Like that day was Christmas. I was so excited. I kept refreshing my TikTok feed. And when she finally posted... She clearly had a tan on, but it was hideous. Talking like beyond orange, and the hands were a mess. I genuinely didn't understand with Wait. how my product line works, how she could turn out looking. I like wanna, I wanna see that. It doesn't look that bad. No. So we we have two monitors, by the way, and I'm looking at the monitor that has the better cam, uh, better picture. The hands, you you do see the difference little, in skin tone there for yeah, sure. But maybe she just didn't put as much on her face. But it doesn't look bad. No, it it looks it looks okay. I don't know what her naturalness is, but it actually it looks okay. all, right. all right. And the hand, just leave it there. Stand with how my product line works, how she could turn out looking like that. Still, I tried to find the least offensive photo of this tan I could find and texted her, you look that beautiful. That good. Here is my message below. I say I wish I could have given her tips and talked to her more about how long to leave it on for. When she and I were on the phone, it's Michaela wanted to make but all right, man. sure that my tan was a rapid tan, which it is. You leave it on one hour for light, two hours for medium, three hours for dark. She told me she doesn't like using tans that you leave on for a long time. But she told me she left on mine for 12 hours. Gosh. So I'm like, is that why it turned out so bad? Still, she tells me she loves it. If you're unaware of this, Michaela usually posts in chronological order. So I'm like, if this is my tan, why didn't she post a review video? She said she was posting it today. Called my mom so upset. I'm like, mom, when she posts this video, no one is going to want to buy myself tan. Or like, how did it turn out this way? And then my mom said, Matt, with all the orders you've had, has anybody ever told you they look orange? Have you ever seen a photo of someone who looks orange after using Illusion Bronze? And I was like, no. And then I went back and I looked at her full body and I realized she got a spray tan. Not only did she lie when she said she Okay, was I don't know. That's not okay, making Okay, I don't get it. So in that video that she posted, did she say that that was his product? Y yeah, so... In I, that video. It, do, it oh. sounds like he's saying that she posted this, but still has not mentioned his his product. Mm, I guess you're right. So yeah, I think... That would be yeah. an assumption that... Yeah, that this is his product. Or that she's pretending that it's his product. So I just want to finish the video. Uh, okay, I'm just going to say, I don't like that you're making all these assumptions, bro. But go ahead. She was posting a review the next day, but she lied to me pretending she even used it at all. Like, why not just say I didn't get a chance oh, to yeah, use right it? Oh, yeah, right there. Why are you saying I slept in it okay, and I yeah. love it? Yeah. Just say you didn't have time. So for the next three weeks, I'm stewing. I'm like, where's the review? $10,000 worth of product showed up at my house. Finally, I'm like, listen, she doesn't know how much money I spent. So let me just tell her the situation and that it's stressing me out. But it's because it's not it on right. her. Pause yeah, really, oh, my God. This dude writing essays. Uh, Whoa. Okay. Uh, you want me to read it real quick? No, it's okay. That's uh, you guys want to put pause to the to the episode here and read it. That that's a lot, but but oh. he basically I'm assuming summarized what his issue is in the loan and he's yeah. waiting for the product. Oh my goodness! I mean but, the review. Okay, 
Mm-hmm. Basically, I tell her three weeks earlier, I placed an order for $10,000 because I wanted to be prepared. And as someone who talks about their mental health so much, I wanted to let her know that I was really stressed out about this. And if she could find the energy to do a New Year's Eve tan, I would really appreciate it. Oh my God, well, the good news is you'll have the stock when the video is posted. She told me she didn't have time to make a review when she originally used the product, even though I now know she didn't use the product yeah. at all. But he well, she didn't allegedly. find the time to do a New yeah. Year's Eve tan. Now I'm going to do my base. I am going to match myself, Tana. But for some reason, she chose not to review mine in that moment, even knowing there was $10,000 worth of products sitting in my home. Now I mean, I'm sure she has so January, many clients. Two weeks since I've told her about this, and she's gotten another spray tan. So she said she was posting it ASAP in October. The first week of December, she said, I'm posting the review tomorrow. Two weeks ago, I told her because she said that I ordered $10,000 worth of product. And she's had two tans since then, and not once did it cross her mind, hey, I really should post that review. This guy has all this product sitting in his house because of what I said to him. She doesn't care about me, my mental health, my finances, my stress, but she expects everyone else to care about her mental health. You're not the only one, babe. You're not the only one. I'm telling you guys this now because last night people were commenting on her videos saying, I support Matthew's small business, review Illusion Bronze. She responded, no. She responded, shut up. And she started blocking people. I've got 10K worth of product in my home. So if you'd like to start out your new year with the only custom tan, please visit Illusion. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. You, I'm just going to say this. I'm not on your side. I just, I can't be on your side. I... I don't like the way you're talking about this whole situation. I I see his passion. I can understand his passion. Um, I don't think he's seeing clearly. Uh, I don't think it's her responsibility to care about his mental health or his finances. Um, yeah, I, 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 it was a bad call on his part to get that loan. And it's also, but I do wish him the best and do want his business to succeed. If this is a good product, you know. Yeah, I do wish him the best to you. I mean, I want all, all people who are based, uh, trying to start something for themselves to be successful. I just don't like that one. He basically, while waiting for her to post something, decided to jump the gun and bash her for it. That's not cool. I, I don't like that at all. I, and then second of all, I don't like that you're talking the way you are saying, oh, you expect um, like, people you know, to care. Like, facts as well. Yeah, no thing, say things as facts, and I'll say, oh, you expect everybody to care about you and your mental health, but you don't care about anybody else's mental health, and you don't care. I'm sure if she's as big as everybody's saying she is, she's busy. She has stuff going on. There's a lot of things going on. And at the end of the day, if she doesn't want to review her, she doesn't have to. Exactly. She doesn't know you anything. And, uh, and, man, okay, my I've run into situations like this in the past, where I overcompensate by getting a lot of product because I, I've done, I'm doing some what of a similar business, but in a much smaller, much much smaller scale. So I've bought product because expecting a client was gonna buy it, and then the client decides to drop out, and now I have all this product on me, and I have I'm like freaking out. I don't know what to do. I but yeah. I wasted all this and money. You didn't get into debt for it, so that's also add, I didn't if, get into that. If you yeah. did that, add an that would it, add another layer. Yeah, but I was stressed out. I'm like, dude, I have so much product. I don't know what to do with it. And you know what? You figure it out. I, I figured it out. I, I I just started making more uh, conversations. Hey, do you need this? Do you need that? I obviously, like, I, I don't have a business like that. I don't mm-hmm. know exactly how Shopify works or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but, 
maybe he could have approached things differently started to see the demand and from there once he starts getting earnings from the initial rush of demands mm -hmm. be able to use that towards more, more product, product or i think just the timing is what really knocks them out because yeah, the amount of time for it to reach back to you you're right but i i i don't think yeah. that that's on i, I don't think Caleb. it's on, on her i i really think what you should have done and this is it's coming from somebody who has not as much business experience as what you're going through i think you should have started trying to get brand deals or not not brand deals ads from other creators in the space uh seeing hey reaching out even with like some, some some sort of message saying hey i expected this and this to happen it didn't now have a lot of product do you mind doing a collaboration with me so that way i can spread the word that that my product is out i put something is even that. that i just it, it might just be me but i do not like putting so much on people yeah that true. would still be putting something on people hey i'm struggling because i have a lot of product can you help me out Maybe calling your favors. I don't know because I, I I can only assume how much he's freaking out. Ten k is a lot. Favors. That's something that I reserve for f true true friends and family. You know, mm. um, I think people also just like to ask for favors. Yeah, so much easier when it yeah. just puts people in an uncomfortable situation. But I'm ready. Do you want to see her response to it? Yes. Because she actually did get back. Yes, I'm ready. Matthew. Matthew's a really nice guy. I've had good conversations with him. But I find it really unfortunate that he decided to take this issue to TikTok and fabricate a lie in order to prove a point. Am I entirely wrong that I didn't review the Tana when I said I would? Yes. Did I mention him that I didn't get to it? Yes. But still, nonetheless, I should have reviewed the Tana sooner. But to fabricate a lie, he has a really cool accent. I, told him I, used I didn't know Tana, that. He says I lied to him and used a spray tan. I've never gotten spray tan in my life. I, I'd like to brief with that. Second of all, the reason that the tan appeared orange is the same reason I look kind of like really warm and orangey right now. The video has color grading on it. Yeah. So if I take the color grading off of my video, let me show you what I look like. And this was just in a video of me showing my outfit. So if I did a video using the Tana, it wouldn't have color grading on it, but it was just a random video. So let me take the color grading off and show you what I actually look like. This is with the color grading off. Totally yeah. different. And yes, I have this Tana on. I think most of our uh, uh, creators do a color grading even for us we do color grading too we, we don't like uh, as uh, just cameras don't always have the correct color correction off the bat so yeah. we tend to ha add color corrections so that way it looks more natural and i'm not orange i didn't even think about all. that and i've never gotten a spray tan yeah that I looks super wrong. natural and again i am completely in the wrong i should not have told matthew oh i'll do it tomorrow when i when tomorrow came and i couldn't do it and i did tell him i did tell him i wasn't able to get to it because i was in a rush but i was going to get to it i always get to it it just sometimes takes a bit Anyways, he messages me again around, you know, New Year's and lets me know that he had purchased 10,000 units or $10,000 worth of Tana, which I did not advise him to do that. That is a business decision that he made. Fact of the matter is, I didn't get to it yet. That's it. I, if you look at my track record of Tana videos, the, making a Tana video is different than me sitting at my beauty desk. I do them like once or twice a year and I don't tan often at all. Last year, I tanned maybe three, four times. So I know that like four months has gone by since I said I would do the review. But I just don't tan a lot, and I don't make tanning videos a lot. He cannot rely on me for the success of his brand. He just can't. Nice. I just I don't know what to do in this situation, but I am sorry. Oh my goodness! The the fact that she's sorry too. That's I I think she's like I'm team I'm team. What is her name? Michaela. Yeah. Yeah, my, I'm team Michaela so far. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean everything that she's saying is honestly just like it's it's true. She you I don't know. He can't really be putting this this much pressure on her. 
But we do have a. Did he reply to that? Uh, one? Yeah, we have. Oh wow! Uh, this saga is ongoing. I, I I haven't seen what's up to date yet, but this is a reply that he sent back out here. Michaela just posted a response to my TikTok. I want to be very clear about why I made the decision to post that video. The day before yesterday, my followers were commenting on one of Michaela's videos about her reviewing Illusion Bronze. And Michaela okay. made the decision to respond to them and say things like no and shut up and proceeded to block a lot of people that are following me. That really triggered me because two weeks ago was when I told Michaela that I had spent $10,000 on product. No, Michaela did not tell me to spend $10,000 on product, but her knowing that I had just spent all that money on product, it's not her why responsibility is she responding still. to people in her comment section saying things like no and shut up and blocking them? So Michaela, that is why I posted I mean, that video. I really like Matthew. Matthew's a really nice guy. I've had good conversations with him, but I find it really unfortunate that he decided to okay. take this issue to TikTok and fabricate a lie in order to prove a point. Am I entirely wrong that I didn't review the Tana when I said I would? Yes. Did I mention to him that I didn't get to it? Yes. But still, nonetheless, I should have reviewed the Tana sooner. But to fabricate a lie that when I told him I used his Tana, he says I lied to him and used a spray tan. I've never gotten spray tan in my life. I, I'd like to brief with that. If Michaela is saying that she didn't get a spray tan, I'm not going to double down. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And I apologize for that. See, I've been airbrush tanning people for half of my life. And there's something called either a heavy hand or a light hand when you're airbrushing. And when somebody has a heavy hand, it's usually a bad spray tan or somebody inexperienced. They'll start out on one part of the arm, the higher part light, and then it gets really heavy as they pull down. And as somebody who spray tanned a lot of people, that's what it appeared like to you're me. You're doubling down. Like she said, that's not true. Second of all, the reason that- You're doubling down. No. That's doubling okay, down. I-, I, I I know that drama causes people to start having these type okay. of emotions, yeah. but I just see that as him saying his reasoning as to why he believed and his experience had led him to that conclusion. But he did say, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. That's not necessarily the best way to go about it because it's kind of still not acknowledging yeah. that you are making an assumption and you do not know for a fact Um I don't know, maybe it's, maybe I'm getting too emotional because I am Team Michaela all the way now that I saw the last video. You know, I am. I, but I am. Your team, whoever is telling the truth. I am Team the Truth, which the truth. we don't know the truth. Uh, yeah, I just I don't know. I, I think maybe I'm putting too much of my emotions out there. I, I really didn't like the way he he did the first video, and it's just where I made the wrong way. And I feel like. I feel like the way he approached that that way too. He's saying like, you know what? I I don't know if she's telling the truth. Um, but I'm not gonna double down. Uh, but in my experience, that does look like a, a a brush, whatever tan, and it does look this way, and it does. That seems like he's doubling down. But he's definitely upset, and I can feel that from his response. Yeah. Um, I I I don't know. Orange is the same reason I look kind of like really warm and orangey right now. The video has color graded on it. So if I take the color graded off of my video, let me show you what I look like. And this was just in a video of me showing my outfit. So if mm. I did a video using the Tana, it wouldn't have color graded on it, but it was just a random video. So let me take the color graded off and show you what I actually look like. This is with the color graded off. Totally different. And yes, I have this orange. Tana on, and I'm not orange at all. And I've never gotten a spray tan, and I didn't lie. Again, I am completely in the wrong because I should not have told Matthew, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, when I when tomorrow came and I couldn't do it. And I did tell him. I did tell him I wasn't able to get to it because I was in a rush. 
but I was going to get to it. I always get to it. It just sometimes takes a bit. I just want to clarify again. When she told me she was posting it tomorrow, she did not the next day tell me, oh, I'm so sorry. I was so busy. I didn't get to it. She didn't tell me that until three weeks later when I contacted her and said, I do agree hey, with him on that. This the next day. I bought all this product. Then she said, oh, I'm sorry. I was too busy. I didn't get to it. Anyways, yeah, I do agree around, with him on you know, that part just because the way that she said it makes it look like or gives the impression that she's the one that reached out to him mm. before the day was over or the next day, which was tomorrow, and say, yeah. I wasn't able to get to it, so don't expect it today because it's not coming. Kind of be like accountability, yeah. Because that's how she makes it look like, yeah. you know? At the end of the day, I still don't think that she has to do anything anything yeah it does suck though just getting my perspective of things like uh it it sucks when someone tells you that they're gonna do something and they don't uh, yeah i definitely try my hardest and we're not perfect to be a person of my word um yeah even with um that holds a lot of value to me 100 percent, and it does thing even with like our pod uh, there's been times where I reached out to the other creators and stuff where I, I've asked, like, hey, it, it'd be awesome if we can collaborate. And then they say, hey, I'm going to check out your podcast and get back to you. And they just crickets, nothing. And I'm just. Or they do it, reach back out and then they say yes. And then and they, they book it and then they ask for your address or. Yeah. Like yeah. Because that's where we film. Yeah. And then. And then just nothing. And it just sucks because yeah. it, it builds up so much uh th this idea this beautiful idea of what could be and then they just ghost you so i i get that and it does sting very much i wouldn't take it out on them though but let's see what happens yes and lets me know that he had purchased ten thousand units or ten thousand dollars worth of tana which i did not advise him to do that that is a business decision that he made michaela did not advise me to do that and i 100 percent did that on my own and here is why i used to review indie brands all the time that is still your decision yeah review videos you know 90 to 100 percent of the time the product would sell out um there's been a few instances where i also gotta say if she already agreed to shut out your your product then it doesn't matter if you don't have enough uh inventory because she already agreed to do it if she didn't want to do it she wouldn't do it so whatever inventory you had i guess it comes to to a specific of did you want to make more money uh with her shout out or did you really were concerned about this inventory thing because if she said i'm already gonna shout you out and whatever you'll sell out yeah completely. so it's this video that he wanted to avoid of her saying that she stopped doing it because of this reason that doesn't apply to you because she already told you that she would yeah yeah yeah. Um, I do gotta say again I really do hope the best for these people both of them and, mm -hmm. and that they succeed in their small business um, from him I do feel a lot of saltiness and Very I would salty. advise anyone to not post videos uh, do not post whatever it is that you can do on Facebook and, and Instagram Facebook. <laughs> or whatever I don't know Your little grandma. Uh, <laughs> I don't know uh when you're mad yeah. don't put things out there when you're mad try to like, you need to be in a headed level-headed space in mm. order to respond to anything so so i i would advise against even if it that. takes you as far as to record it i would say before you even post it watch it back because i've actually watched other podcasts that uh, take submissions in and there was this one submission where the guy said hey honestly i recorded this whole rant so that you guys can um, uh, react to it. 
But as I watched it back, I noticed how pity I was being and how all these issues that I have aren't actual issues. So I there was no need for me to send it. So even that, the, it's something you just need to watch what yourself react to something before you even post it or do anything with it, just to see where you're actually coming from and where, where you're trying to head. Yeah. I understand so. we're very emotional creatures. Human beings are very emotional. Um, but don't let or do your best because it's pretty hard to let your emotions run your actions. Yeah. yeah the indie brand cannot handle the, the capacity to fulfill all of those orders. There have been cases where I sold out a product and the brand got greedy and put the product back in stock, but it wasn't back in stock and people ordered it and then waited months to receive mm. it because this answered their question from earlier. had people buying a product that wasn't even in stock. Does that video explain to you guys at all when she texted me on her own out of the blue, hey, I'm posting a review tomorrow that I would go and purchase a lot of products? Fact of the matter is, I That's still That's a decision you made. Yeah. The video is the only part that really pissed me off. I will say almost no one in my comment section was defending Michaela, but the two or three people said the exact same thing, which she regurgitated. He can't rely on her for the success of his business. He cannot rely on me for the success of his brand. He just can't. I just, I don't know what to do in this situation, but I am sorry. My business did very well last year, long before Michaela. I was not relying on her for the sole success of my business that I've worked on for six or seven years. This is just about when you say you're going to do something, just do it. I think it's called integrity. Ah, oh, this guy, man. <laughs> I don't. I, I think I just don't. He's I don't buy with him. a little too negative for me. Yeah, he he he's just not just this whole thing controversy. <laughs> <laughs> controversy in general. Yeah, uh, we I want to live in a world of sunshine and butterflies and drama when there's no face attached to it. Yeah, only in Reddit stories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I that's that's a lot, and I. I'm going to go ahead and take a, a page out of your book. I do want him to succeed, and, and I wish the best for both of them. Do I like his attitude? No, I, I'm not a fan of his attitude. Uh, but I, I really hope the 10K of product that he has sells out because I, I can only imagine how devastating it'll be if it, he gets stuck with so much stock and then it expires and then he now has a big loss on his business. That being said... I'm not, I can't stand by you, man. I, I think she did what she could, and creators are busy, and, and you did one mistake, and you just had to learn from it, you know? Yeah. Everything's either a mistake or a lesson, your choice. Yeah. I think if the episode has long, run long enough that I don't think we could do the last segment. Yeah. Uh, but we will hold it on for the next episode, so stay tuned for the next episode of Next Door Neighbor Pod, and let us know what you guys think about this. Who Whose team are you on? And who was right, who was wrong, what's the deal here? And let us know your opinions in the comment section below because we love hearing from you guys and we're always down there. Yeah, but let's be positive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't don't bash on anybody. I think that's actually one thing that I do want to emphasize a lot. Don't send any hate to anybody. Don't don't bash anyone. Don't uh, start any sort of wars, you know? This is just for entertainment purposes only. We don't know what we don't know. So yeah. keep a note on that. All I know is I know nothing. Yeah. And we all know nothing. Especially you, Tom, in the back. You're a little idiot. <laughs> One of these days, you're going to call out someone that's l listening. <laughs> just the wrong person. <laughs> just just starts uh, making their whole life uh, to try and get back to me. Uh, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Let us know if you like this little segment section. And like we always say, hope you have a great day, great week, great year, great life. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye.
anybody who's new who's looking at this video for the first time subscribe bro join us in this crazy neighborhood of ours and uh you know just have some fun silly times with us hear some reddit stories and let's see where the heck this goes we'll see you in the next one laters